Welcome to Opine Nation. I'm Linz. And I'm Lehman. And we're here to tackle life's tough and humorous topics. We're not experts, but we have experiences and opinions galore. Well, hello. Hey, dude. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. How's your energy? Pretty good. Feeling good? Feeling good. I had three Oreos. Three before, Oreos. Before we got on. <laughs> Excellent. I'm almost done with my whiskey. Nice. So did you want to acknowledge last week? Uh, let's acknowledge last week. Real quick. Real quick. Okay. We suck. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a shitty day and we yep. thought like we had this brilliant idea of like, oh, let's record us talking about this meh day. Yeah. Because we just figured that it's something really... Uh, universal everyone has these days and we are no exception to that rule right and then we did record Mm -hmm. and you want to you want to tell everybody (laughs) what you found out so i i listened to it it was it was our shortest podcast so far it was an hour so that should be your first indication it was an hour (laughs) um and it took every ounce of will power in my body to listen to it for an hour um, long were you st- like turn this shit off? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was bad. Um, it's not. I give you a lot of credit for for pushing through and listening to it. Yeah, I don't think I would have done that. I would have made a decision within like five minutes. I was maybe ho- fifteen. Well, I was hoping. I was like, there's gonna be such a like a a gold nugget in this podcast. Like, there's gonna be something that's amazing. That did not happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it's, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't like, it was like, oh, this isn't our best podcast. We're not going to put it out. Plain and simple. It was absolutely atrocious. It's Mm -hmm. not who we are and, and, and who we want to be. Um, so So we didn't, we didn't release it. Yep. It's going in the trash. Yes, yes. Um, please watch out for an Instagram post about how we're going to get rid of that podcast. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> um, and yeah. and during this same time, we we have come to the decision about how we want to move forward with this podcast. Yes, yes. And I think it's brilliant. And you get all the credit. Um. Kind you were of. like, I think you texted me and you were like, seasons? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. I mean. So and just for the listeners, like that's usually how our text messages go. There's yeah. never any like lead in. No. It's just like, we just like continue a conversation that's already been happening in our head. Yeah. Yeah. In text message. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like just just so people can get insight like tonight. I text you ACDC Bon Scott question mark question mark. Now the average person would be like, what are they talking about? I don't get it. Um, but you got it. And I did before we started the podcast, we had the discussion about ACDC Bon Scott. (laughs) It's just, it's just that simple for us. It's a, it's a, it's a shorthand. Like we've, we've refined it down to the point where we're just, it can be one word with a question mark, and that's been like a 25-paragraph conversation that we've already had. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's Okay, that's so how that's it how it started. Yeah. You texted me seasons, yep. question mark. Yep. 
And to which I responded. Yeah. I mean, you were all about it. Um, oh, yeah. Immediately. I yeah. was like, yes. Yeah. For prep work and reflection. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, so we decided. What What did we decide? We decided we're going to do a season of 12 episodes. Yeah. And I, I like calling it episodes um, mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, 12 podcasts. So the seasons, we, we have 12 episodes. And then we're going to take four weeks off and then we'll come back to the next season. Um, yes. So I, I, I like it's going to give us more direction and it's kind of cool. Like we're going to build up for us, you know, it's not like TV where like a season builds up to the, the season finale, but right. I think we're going to have an epic season finale. <laughs> okay. Um, so like episode 12, I don't know what it's going to be, where it's going to go, but I think it's going to be awesome. And then we'll get a month off or four weeks off to go, okay, this is how we felt this season went. This is where we want to go. This is how we want to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, you know, we just had the discussion, like we want to figure out intro music. Right. And And I'm super excited that the listeners get to go with us as we're learning and figuring this out. Um, Ooh, maybe we should throw it out there to everybody because yeah. what if we have some sort of musician yeah. or song songwriter oh, that's a good idea. And, and somebody wants to make a little ditty for us. Yeah, that would be excellent. We are, we are looking for intro music. Um, you know, instrumental, I think. Is that yep, it? Yeah. I agree. Um, and so if anybody has any ideas, like either, you know, go, go on Instagram at Opine Nation to DM, or you can shoot us an email. It's, it's Lehman, L-E-E-M-A-N and Linz, L-I-N-D-S at gmail.com. Uh, we're willing to work with you, you know, um, just to give you kind of, I, I think I'm correct when I say this, uh, we're both, we're, we're both huge tool fans. Yes. So that type of instrumental, that's kind of the vibe we would kind of go towards. Yep. Yeah. So anybody out there that has an idea, please reach out. Like, you know, please reach out. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we will, we will definitely love the ideas working with somebody. Um, We're both very open-minded when it comes to music. Yep. Um, Unless it's the Metallica black album. Blah. Uh, so, you know, please, we'll, we'll definitely work with you. Okay. That's where we're at. Hey, wait, Metallica yeah. Black Album was the first CD I ever bought. Yes. And? I mean, I still like it, but it's anything past that. Oh. I mean, earlier, th- later than that. I mean, St. Anger was just an app when they opted to no. never do guitar solos. Yeah. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, Black I just, Album is still good. Black Album for me, because it was, uh, I remember buying it when I was 13, and it was this behemoth of a thing. I think for me, I'm just burnt out on it, because how many times can you hear Enter Sandman and Sad But True? Oh, true. But there's so, there are better songs on that there album. Are. Yes. Okay. You're, you are correct. If you get beyond. And a true the fan knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if a true fan. Okay, out we are there, not here to talk about music no, today. No, no, it's though. not music. So, where are we going today? 
Okay, so it was my week to pick. Yep. Um, and so some people might know you as carnivore. They might. And some people might now understand that I eat Oreos and drink <laughs> wine. <laughs> um, and, and just so people know, um, a previous podcast was rice crackers. And oh yeah, one before that was blue. I th- was it blueberry ice cream? Yeah, it's raspberry chocolate chip. That's what it was. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter loves blueberry ice cream. Um, so the exciting part for me whenever we record is just to sit and wait to see what you're eating. <laughs> well, it's like I said, you catch me in that like I'm not high, but right. you catch me in those times of the night where. <laughs> Yeah. It's like my stoner hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the kids are asleep. <laughs> it's that hour that I can just like eat without sharing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can and eat so what I you want. And so I save the good stuff. Yep. Yeah. There's no like, uh, I have to eat healthy because my son should eat healthy too. It's like, <laughs> I want to eat garbage. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to eat these Oreos. Yep. Because I earned it. You did. <laughs> You did. By simply experiencing another day. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Because I I feel like you have, you know, a journey, a story to share there. Yeah. And I feel like I have some curiosities. Yes. I also feel pretty passionate about diet culture. Yeah. 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 And so that's what I, I just wanted. I didn't want to like go into the specifics about like the way you eat now or necessarily the way I eat now, but I wanted to talk about diet culture at large. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very interested to talk about that too. And I just want to throw out one little statement. If you let me, if you will, will let me. Okay. Allie carnivore is the only way now I'm, I'm just picking a fight right now, but I just, I just wanted to throw that out there. So anyway, <laughs> oh my god yeah i cannot wait to be there for that conversation oh it's gonna be amazing (laughs) (laughs) so Allie, you know we both love your rate to death and i'm just pushing a button right now (laughs) yeah a gigantic one yes (laughs) um Allie, don't hate me yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm, i'm a neutral party in this yeah, you're Switzerland right now. <laughs> okay, so I I thought maybe we should define diet culture. Sure. Just so as we start this conversation, we kind of know what we're both talking about. Sure. Okay. Um, and so that, you know, because I don't know if other people know what that means. Right. And it's it's a confusing subject. So, yeah, let's, sure. let's, let's get a definition. Yeah. Okay. So I found from the National Eating Disorders Association, okay. NIDA, okay. Um, their definition of diet culture. Okay. Okay. Can I read this to you? Yes, please. Okay. Um, diet culture is dangerous mm-hmm. and harms people of all sizes Yep. by perpetuating eating disorders mm-hmm. and making a full recovery almost impossible. It goes on to say that diet culture is, is, 
how can I say this? Um, I'm trying to like read through the lines and give you a good summary. Sure. The feeling I'm getting here is that there's a stigma around weight and that, and there's a spectrum there, right? So like the thinner you are, the more beautiful you are and it's a more desirable place to be. Yeah. And so there's this whole diet culture wrapped up in the idea that we are all supposed to look a certain way. Okay. And I want to go a little further. Now I've gone completely off the script of what Nita is saying, but it's also my understanding that not only is it, is it a aesthetic, it's not only this beauty seeking thinness. There's also the, I think, incorrect misinformation out there that skinny equals healthy. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I want to say right away that I don't agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so to sum up for me what you said, there is such a thing as fat skinny. Yeah. You can be absolutely skinny and absolutely unhealthy. Mm -hmm. But there is a worth in this culture that, hey, you're skinny, so you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but also at the same time, it, and it's a major conflict for me. And this, this may be, <laughs> oh, this is a hard statement for me to make. I also feel like sometimes fat shaming is okay. Ooh. Yep. So I'm so curious about your statement. Yeah. It's going to be controversial, but I need to make it. Um, Absolutely. Just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy. Um, there's there's numerous studies out there that that show that because what you look like on the surface doesn't define what's going on inside you. Mm-hmm. And it's vice versa, too. I mean, um, <laughs> I joke with you all the time. Like now, Lindsay is smaller than me. And I joke like you weigh like 95 pounds. I think you like to say 82, but okay. Yes. So, <laughs> oh, that's right. 82. And then I'm like, no, okay. 95. And you don't weigh that. You don't, but you're smaller than me. And it's kind of, it's a, it's a playful joke that we have in between each other. Yeah. It's funny though. That, so I just started a new job. Yes. And one of my coworkers um, made a comment about my skinny butt the other day. Really? I said something. I, I offered up my chair. Yep. I was leaving. She was coming in. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I said, here, just take my chair. I was like, I warmed it up for you. Okay. Thinking I was being hospitable. Yeah. And she goes, I doubt it with your skinny butt. Ooh. And she was being super, like, she was very friendly and she was totally joking. But, right. but first of all, she's only known me for... <laughs> not even 24 hours and Hmm. I'm already getting comments about my looks. Right. I laughed it off. Right. I don't, I, I don't take any offense to it. Right. But I've learned not to. Huh? So let me ask you. um, So you got that comment about skinny butt. Yeah. So, and it's the same way, you know, the same way you kind of tease me about, being small right i'm not yeah 
Well, it, so I tease you um, because it's, I don't know. I think we've, <laughs> we've earned the right to tease each other. Yeah, I think I tease you about other things that are not looks related. Yes, like you chuckle when I really struggle to do a split. I'm crying on or the inside. Or I you know? kind of goad you to like change or get curious about your attitude around an idea or with a person. Yes, you are very good. Like I tease you in like your reaction to things. Yeah. Is that, I think that's fair to say. That's fair to say. Um, and I, I will freely admit, I have seen in your eyes sometimes because because we are safe when we do yoga. You wear a mask, I wear a mask. And there's some times where it's like, yeah, I'm not going to push this button when it comes to weight. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I feel confident that I can say you are healthy. And it has nothing to do with your appearance. Yeah. Um, and, and I want people to understand out there too that I don't I don't look at people in my life based on appearance because there's so much more going on. Um, but I I know you're you're healthy, and it has nothing to do with your size. It has to do with just who you are, how you take care of things, how you eat. Mm-hmm. So you're a healthy person. Just just turns out. You know, my genetics also have given me this form. Yeah. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with, I don't think I've ever thought in the whole time that I've known you like, Oh, Lynn, Lynn's is skinny. So she has worth like to me, to me, it's, Hey, Lynn's has worth because I mean, we don't have the time. I could list 25 different things that have, that are completely different. Why you have worth. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it does bother me the the diet culture skinny has mm-hmm. worth fat has no worth, but, and, and there's some, there's some pushback on that too, where like sometimes it's people who are too skinny yep. are also get teased or poked at because they're too skinny and people say things like, why don't you just go eat a cheeseburger? Or, yeah, I mean, and I, I will. And they don't know. Yeah. They don't know what that person's going through or. Uh, so now you're making me go back to a time and it was absolutely horrible. Back in high school uh, running. So I, I, I did track and field. I was a field guy. I threw discus, threw javelin, threw shot put. But one of the long distance runners, we'd always joke that he looked like a cancer victim. He, oh, wow. He was very pale. He shaved his head and he was extremely skinny, mm-hmm. but he held the state record for running the mile. He wasn't unhealthy, but we made fun of him because of how skinny he was. Mm-hmm. And now I look back and you go, oh, okay. But I mean, you know, and you try to justify it. Oh, I was just a 17 year old kid. Pardon yeah. my French. No, I was an asshole. <laughs> like, right. You know, so I think I think we get wrapped up in that, and then here comes diet culture. Yep. <sighs> like, I think a perfect example is Adele. Oh, uh, okay. She's a pheno- she is a phenomenal artist. Yes. She got healthy and wanted to feel better about herself. 
she actually lost worth in the public eye because she lost weight. Yeah. When did that happen? Right. <laughs> like, did she lose weight for health? I don't. Is know. that what she said? Is there that, a statement out that's there? That's the public that? statement. Like, hey, I wanted to be healthier. Okay. But also, too, there could be some self confidence there too. Like, hey, wow, I'm I'm healthy and I feel better about myself. But damn, I look good. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I wonder if it's a, if it's a, because she did that because she's a female, I've never heard a male being shamed for getting in shape and losing weight and feeling better about himself. Right. We, we think they're heroes when they do that. Yeah. So things are, things are really messed up when it comes to diet culture. I actually think. Right. And everybody has an, has an opinion. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I, I am to the point. In my journey, diet's a four-letter word. Yeah. Like, it fits into the category of an F-bomb or the S-H-I-T word that my children sometimes say because I'm a bad influence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's where I'm at. But so where are you at? I mean, I dropped that bomb that I think fat shaming is okay sometimes. So where do you sit with diet culture? Wait, why? How can you say that? How can I say that? Sure. Yeah. Very easy. I used to weigh 367 pounds. And we can talk more in the future about this, but I got to the point where my doctor told me, long story short, I wasn't going to see my daughter graduate high school. And at the time she was one. So he gave me a death sentence. I had 17 years and then I was going to be dead because I was 367 pounds. I was morbidly obese. And he did not sugarcoat. He was not nice. He beat me up and fat shamed me. What did he say? Uh, I was going to be dead. Let's see. You're pre-diabetic. You have high blood pressure. You're on antidepressants. Like, this is not the life you want to live. Yeah. You're was not... he shaming you? Or I think maybe, but I also oh, think no. he, he, he told me, do you feel good about yourself being so fat? Mm. I did not feel about good about myself. Um, and I, I've told the story on carnivore and more. I went into like a couple week period of feeling sorry for myself. And then because of that, I decided like, I want to now she, she claims right now, my daughter claims right now, she's never going to get married and she will adopt kids. Okay. But I want to be here for my grandkids. Right. Like I, 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 you know, like I get to see the joy that my, you know, my parents have being grandparents. Yeah. So he was harsh and he fat shamed me and it turned me around. Now there's a difference between fat shaming somebody. You know what? Hey, you had a long winter, you're 10 pounds overweight, but now it's summer and you're outside doing yard work and the 10 pounds drops drops in a month. Fat shaming somebody for that is not okay. Yeah. And this is really going to get me in trouble and it may get me in trouble with you. I'm not okay with putting 300 pound plus people on magazine covers and saying they're inspirational. I'm what? not. 
I'm not okay with that. Why? Because of the health implications that come with that type of weight. Um, they can be absolutely beautiful, gorgeous people. Okay, but what if they are healthy? Like, and what's our definition of health? I don't know. So what Blood is our pressure? O two levels. So O two levels. Eh. Blood pressure is a is a big indicator. Um, I don't believe in cholesterol levels. I don't. Um, I eat a particular way, <laughs> and this is gonna make you laugh. <laughs> All my blood work is better than my wife's. And on paper, she's a she's a much more well-rounded person when it comes to eating than I am. Yeah. So I don't I don't put any stock into that, but I guess I guess at the end of the day I struggle with it. I mean, I know some I know some self-identified fat yoga teachers okay. and I I actually think it's it's pretty incredible and I don't live in a body that they live in and I, when I'm teaching someone in a bigger body then mm -hmm. I have I don't have the same experience of getting into a shape <laughs> you know what I mean yeah no I'm chuckling and because so... <laughs> we, we go through that once a week <laughs> right <laughs> as a matter of fact we're going to go through that tomorrow morning <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm um, real pumped for your sequence this week, but yeah. <laughs> um, so I do think, I do think someone who lives in a larger body, yeah. whatever the number on the scale is, I do think they can also be healthy. Yeah, I guess I guess we're gonna disagree because I used to live in that body. Yeah, and I rem but, I remember all the things I went through. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to glorify it because. But what if that was your experience mm -hmm. and that's not their experience? It's possible. Like the people I'm thinking about are super mobile. Mm -hmm. They're active. They eat, you know, any like equal opportunity eater. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I struggle with that view because I lived in that body. Yeah. Um, I, and maybe maybe for you, it's different because you, you know people that, yeah, it's a struggle because. Well, and there's this whole following around folks who live in large bodies or who identify as fat. Yep being the like being a, a quote unquote wellness provider or a yoga teacher or a fitness instructor mm -hmm. and keep creating safer spaces for people who live in those bodies so that they don't always like look at someone like me right and think oh well that's the goal oh well I'm gonna get to to that because that's not the goal. That's not the goal. The goal is not the physical appearance of what yoga is doing for the body. The goal is what it's doing internally. Mm -hmm. So I guess for me, that's that's where I go to is like all these really inspirational people who are like trying to make what yoga looks like, um, you know, more equitable. Yeah. Well, I mean, in that situation, um, 
I agree. I agree with you in that situation. Yeah. But. I also think the mental toll. Yeah. Like the mental toll. Okay. If we go back to the fat shaming thing, which Mm -hmm. I also disagree with, I don't think we need to shame people for anything. Um, Well, except maybe their politics. Then I feel like we can can do some shaming. Actually, do you know what we need to shame people on? And I think you'll agree. (sighs) Um, Cigarette smokers. Like enough, okay. is, enough is enough. We know it one, kills you. I actually agree with you on that yeah. one. I am shocked and amazed at people my age and younger mm-hmm. who are smoking cigarettes. Yeah. It's like, hey. and I'm like, did you miss all those truth ads? Yeah. <laughs> circa 1995. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What's going on? Like I, Sorry for my language. No, no, no. We're going to have to put an explicit language tag on this one. But like, (laughs) what? I just, okay, 50 and over, fine. I get it. Yeah. You've been doing this for, you know, 45 years. Right. (laughs) Wait, they started smoking at five? Wow, that's hardcore. (laughs) (laughs) They've been smoking my whole life. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? But yeah. Someone my age or younger is bananas. Yeah, I, so I went to Target earlier today and I saw that in a car. You're brave. I have not yet ventured to Target amidst COVID. Well, you know, I do the masking and I do everything I'm supposed to. Um, And I, I, I do believe in my immune system, but as I'm driving down the road, there's somebody and he couldn't, he couldn't have been more than 35 sitting in his car smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, you're going to slowly kill yourself? Hey, let me just crash my truck into you and take you out now. <laughs> you know, so I think we agree on that. Like, there should be- We do be agree on that. All right, we can shame cigarette. people who smoke. Yeah, anybody that has a cigarette in the mouth, you, you know, you're the devil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are currently making bad decisions. Yes. So, but I, I, I do believe here on Opie Nation, we are going to separate- on this on this issue fat shaming i do i do believe there is a version of fat shaming that belongs um and there is a version of fat shaming that does not belong um but i also i really struggle uh, of glorifying people that are 300 plus pounds i really do because Mm. i was 300 plus pounds and if and, and believe me, fat shaming is changing as our culture changes. So you don't buy into the like self-love, body love? No matter what. No, I don't buy into it. I do buy into, you know, God, it's so tough. Like I don't buy into no matter what body you're in, love yourself. Mm-hmm. Um. Because if I bought into that, I would probably now be over 400 pounds. You think you would have kept going? I think so. I, m- I remember being at 330 and being like, Ugh. like, I okay, this isn't good, but I'm okay. And then all of a sudden I'm at 367. Yeah. And it's like, okay, no, this is not okay. And my doctor was the first one to be like, hey, this is not okay. And he went hard at me 
But maybe he knew you would respond to that kind of conversation. Yeah. But you know what's funny? Now I would punch that person in the face. Like, <laughs> you don't talk to me that way. <laughs> so, I mean. I think, well, I'm, I don't want to discredit your story. Right. So please don't take it that way. Okay. But I do wonder like how many times this doctor dropped subtle hints to you. <laughs> Never. That maybe you didn't listen to until finally he was like, Jason, you're going to kill yourself. Uh, this was the second time I had an appointment with him. What? Yep. Okay. Remember blood pressure off the chart. Just about yeah. to need to go on insulin on antidepressant medication. Yeah, there's a correlation and because it, 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 it makes me chuckle because, you know, yes, you have a, a, a new job, a new career that you're doing, but I know you're always going to be firmly in the world of yoga. Oh, yeah. Getting, yep. getting healthy, losing weight and doing exercise is the best antidepressant in the world. Yes, I don't know. I, I agree. I don't know how many times and. You know, tomorrow is is session number nine with you. There's been a few times where I'm just like, eh, like I am having a shit morning. Yeah. And then an hour later, I'm like, this is actually, I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but I had a particular time that I did yoga with on with you on a Saturday. And yeah. me and my wife went out and had a date night and we had an amazing. We did. We talked about yes. it on the yoga episode. Oh, we did. Yeah. So because of that, that going through yoga, you, the practice, you and everything that was involved in that one hour, I had an amazing date night because my mind was healthy and stayed clear. Yeah. You, you can't get that in a pill. You just can't. Mm -hmm. So that's where I, I, I think I yoga, yoga is really great. I do think, you know, yoga can't cure chemical imbalances that require no, no they, medication yes but yes, i think that, for good. a lot of people yoga can be beneficial and supplementary to to other to to other things um on mm -hmm. that like healing journey yes yes so you know like you do other things in your life yeah to take care of yourself yep. and you do, it's like i had a calc teacher in high school who had all these little rubber ducks on her desk yeah. And you knew what kind of day she was having. If the ducks were all in a row. Okay. Or if they were just scattered all over her desk. <laughs> and like, I don't think she intentionally did it, but like you could just tell by where the placement of the ducks were. Yep. And next to the ducks was a basket. And the basket said, don't put all your ducks in one basket. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, like, and I know the phrase is don't put all your eggs in one basket, right. but in this case, that's what it was. And, um, she, the lesson there kind of like sunk in, you know, you can't put stock into just one thing to quote unquote cure anything. Correct. There's a right. lot more going on, a lot more that you're doing. So you're not on antidepressants. No, no, I am um, completely off. Um, I, I have no problem discussing it. I mean, I was on them for years. Um, I was also on high blood pressure medication, um, which had a lovely... Are you off that? Completely off of that. Um, everything that, and I, I don't know the correct term for like how they track your sugars and everything. Um, 
you know, com- where it should be. Uh, cholesterol, you know, like I, my latest test, the number was 175. You're supposed to be under 200. Um, Noel, you were 199, just saying, and you eat salad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're evil. <laughs> I, I am. Um, but to me, cholesterol is not a good indication. It just isn't because yeah. little known fact you actually need cholesterol to build hormones in your body. Mm. But to me, I, I throw that out the window. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, no medications whatsoever. The stuff I take now is supplements for my immune system. And that's okay, it. so after this doctor said that to mm-hmm. you, you had your period of woe is me. Yeah, I mean, and we're talking like McDonald's. Yeah, like a pity party. Yeah, yeah, pity party, and it was eating everything, you know. So at the time, I lived in New Jersey, and I want to give credit to New Jersey where credit is due. They have some amazing food in New Jersey. Okay, that's all you can say good about New Jersey, though. <sighs> New Jersey <laughs> New Jersey gave me my wife. She's from New okay. Jersey. Um, all right. I'm trying to think anything else. Um, I mean, they have Dave and Buster's there. <laughs> Ew, stop it. <laughs> I love video games. All right. I grew up in arcades. Okay. Um, but they, those still, those are still around by oh, the way. They, they are, they are, but okay. not like I remember. Yeah. Um, in, you know, and it's funny in my day, it was 25 <laughs> cents to play a game. Now it's a buck. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went into like a two week period of just eating everything. I actually took the attitude for two weeks. If I'm going to go, I'm going to go on my terms. Okay. And I, I think I, I didn't check. I may have went up in weight. I, I probably did. I probably gained like five, 10 pounds in those two weeks. And then after that, here comes diet culture. Yeah. So what, what, what'd you do? So I started out, and, and, and I think a lot of us ventured there, I, and I, 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 I think I'd be correct in saying I don't think you ventured there. Oh, let's go on Atkins Low Carb. Um, okay. Yeah. I, by the way, I have done really a diet. Uh-oh. Hmm. We can talk about that. Okay. I would not do Atkins. I scoffed at Atkins. Okay. So... I did respond to that. When you go go low carb, high protein, you know, it's you respond to that. Weight came off. And it was kind okay. of it was kind of like a roller coaster. Weight come off a little bit on, weight come off a little bit on, like just up and down. Um, and you try to do things like then then it's like, all right, let me have a protein shake for breakfast and lunch. And then just a right. dinner. dinner. So then you modify Atkins, you add in the shakes and you think that's going to work. And then you, you just keep going up and down, up and down, up and down. And I mean, I never went back up to 367, but it was never like just, you know, where, where I felt I had to be. Okay. Um, and so I am also thinking like, geez, that sounds like a lot of mental work. Yeah. It's so now your whole day. And your whole thought is like consumed with, I don't know, what am I eating? When am I eating? Is this okay to eat? 
and then and then if if you're adding exercise into that yep or not yep then you're also thinking about like okay well if i ate this much i have to work out this much and it's just so then your whole you just are consumed by it it's exhausting yeah, I'm exhausted just thinking about thinking about it. Yeah, and I mean, it would be, and like I said, it's a four-letter word, and I really do feel like diets are designed to fail. I also, so I do agree with you on this. Yeah. I And I think that when it's the only thing or one of the only things or the major thing that we're thinking about throughout mm-hmm. the day, the the critical voice in our heads yeah. gets real fucking loud. Yeah. <laughs> and and isn't that the one that when I'm in yoga, I'm I'm working on my own critical voice when I'm practicing and when I'm teaching, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remind other people that that voice doesn't have to be so loud and that we have a choice whether we want to listen to it. Exactly. But if you're if if you're wrapped up in this I got to be healthy. I got to get to this weight. I got to be this size. I got to wear that dress. I got to fit into this tuxedo, like whatever it is, that's the driving motivation. That critical voice then, if those goals for that hour or that day or that week or that scale, that, that critical voice starts screaming. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. So, that's the problem I have with yeah. diet culture. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it kind of, it kind of consumes you and takes over and mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was the, the low carb and the shakes. And then I added in walking. I actually felt like walking was much more beneficial than the, than the diet. Yeah. I would agree with you. Um, and then came the, way- I think some changes in diet. Yeah. Well, can be great, right? Like we don't need to be drinking right. pop all day long. Well, soda pop. What do you say? <laughs> soda. Um, and for those, those of you, this is your first time. Uh, yes, Lynn's is from the Midwest. Um, <laughs> here on the East Coast, we say soda. Just um, soda. <laughs> yeah, just um, soda. <laughs> well, in Chicago, let me explain. In Chicago, you just call everything a Coke. Yep. And then you have to say what kind of Coke you want. Yeah. So you're like... I need, I really need a Coke. And then you'd be like, Oh, I have Sprite. I have Dr. Pepper. I have Pepsi. Like what kind of Coke do you want? (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) I know. Like, um, yeah. Oh, soda. I haven't had a soda in God five years. Okay. So that's the thing though, is like highly processed foods. Yep. That means all the stuff in the middle of the grocery store. Yeah. Is the stuff that's like, the worst yeah for us yep because it's not real food it's not so if you make those modifications i really would argue that that a lot of um the unhealthy sides of skinny or fat i don't care right the unhealthy internal parts of our bodies would start to heal themselves yeah and um Initially, that I don't think that was really happening for me. Um, okay. And then, so I still stayed, you know, low carb, whatever. 
Atkins. I, I guess Atkins would be the best description adding in shakes okay. and walking. And I was like, all right, this is, this is working for me. But then it would be, your thinking would get messed up. You'd be like, Hey, I walked three miles today so I can have four slices of pizza. Like you mm. would use the exercise to justify how you were eating. I really hate that when I see like people, people have shirts or their Instagram captions or whatever like i ran 10 miles today so i can eat a whole pizza yeah i'm like fuck you could eat a whole pizza i don't care what you did today yeah Yeah. if you want to eat a whole pizza eat a whole pizza yeah i mean it's it's pretty simple (laughs) (laughs) and if Um, you don't don't (laughs) but then for me the big change was when i started lifting and i was lifting heavy okay um i'll have to dig up the picture you know, for people to see, like, like, and, and so I, that muscle burns fat. Oh, way better than anything. And Did you feel like your diet provided you fuel enough yes. to lift that way? Yep, yep. And okay. it was, it was. You know what? I'm not going to eat. Like, you know, you know, because it would be like you'd snack at work all day. You know, and, and that was a bad habit. But it was like, hey. I'm going to need this candy bar before lifting because I need this energy to lift, but Hey, I'm going to burn off that candy bar while I'm lifting. Mm. Um, and I got great results. Like I felt good. I look good. Um, the only problem with, well, not the only problem, but a major issue with lifting is I would lift at like nine o'clock at night from like nine to ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Cause it fit your, it fit my schedule, work schedule being yeah. a parent. Yeah. 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 But now, because it fit, it fit all of that. And then, <laughs> uh, this is what, I, so I, I love this about this podcast. I know I can be absolutely open when I talk and talk to Linz, but also it's probably going to embarrass my wife a lot. Um, <laughs> during that time, lifting and, and all that and coming home at 11 o'clock at night, my testosterone was through the roof during that period. Yeah. Can you imagine what that does to a male at 11 o'clock at night when he comes home and he sees his wife sleeping in bed? Yeah. So my baser instincts took over. My higher functions weren't taking over. And my wife would be like, it's midnight. Leave me alone. (laughs) Like you just woke me up. Um, So that would impact me mentally. Right. Mm. But being dumb in that situation she went to bed at 10 o'clock because she just had a long day of work and being a mom right and you didn't like make the connection that you lifting that late at night had anything to do with it yeah no so i was like oh there's a self-esteem issue now and oh let me go lift more it spiraled out of control and then i got a promotion at work um, and because of that promotion i had to stop lifting because it, that um, the promotion at work, I became a district manager. I started working more, so I was like, I can't lift anymore. And here comes the weight again. Isn't it funny how our health is tied or to our, our job? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, it always takes the back seat. Yep. And a perfect example. So my new job, and you know, I drive a ton. Yeah. Uh. Boy, a big problem I'm having that we work on every week is my back and my hips. Hmm. Yep. I wonder where that's coming from. 
Right. Um, so I went through that. And then, and I knew, I, I bet you thought we'd go a whole episode. And then I started listening to <laughs> oh Joe. Oh my God. I started listening to Joe Rogan. <laughs> so I started doing that during this. Uh, actually, I left the job at Sprint and I, I went to Western Pest Services doing commercial pest control, selling it. And one day I just started listening to Joe Rogan and here comes the keto diet. Oh. You know what my problem is with keto diet? What? It has diet in it. The word. Yeah. And I can look okay. back and realize that now. So keto, for those of you who don't know, high fat, moderate protein, low carb. Yeah. And it really worked for me. Really I, yeah. Did. So if I was going to choose a diet right now, I think I could do that one. Okay. Ah. Oh. I really love pizza. Yeah. Well, and there's, there is a variation. It's called fat head pizza dough. Okay. It's amazing. Um, it's like almond flour, uh, cream cheese and mozzarella. That's what you make the, the dough out of. And it does taste like a pizza. Okay. I mean, yeah. And I, I, my blood type is a positive. Okay. And so I, my, understanding and this could be wrong but my yep. understanding is that for folks with a positive blood like we actually need more carbohydrates in our diets that yeah so if you there is a book out there about it like me i'm o positive oh yep so i'm set up to eat red meat mm -hmm. and um, i'm not no no and i and I have a suspicion, and now I'm going to have to text her tomorrow and ask her. I'm going to have to ask Allie what her blood type is. Because, I know. Because yep. she struggles with red meat. Mm-hmm. Um, but keto... Okay, we, so keto is more high fat. I didn't realize that. Yes, high fat, moderate High protein. fats do my brain a really good job. Like, I need to be eating more high fats, and I know it. You do. Um, I do believe in the high fat content. I really do. Um, I just think, and I think it's, I, I am, there's a number of books when it comes to like primal eating, mm -hmm. the fat, your body can process actually slower. So it's getting right. more energy over a longer period of time. Okay. So, so it's pretty cool. And so remember when we talked about, cause we talked maybe via text message, you were asking me about like what postpartum folks, like yeah. what they need nutrition wise. Yep. And I'm not a nutritionist, but I did say from everyone I know and have talked to um, and learned from one of the biggest components of, you know, postpartum nutrition um, is getting enough fat in the diet and, and more fat than you think you need. Yeah. Yeah. And by fat, we are, we don't mean like eating bacon all the time. I mean, not all, right? the, not all the time, like, but like maybe sometimes. Well, you know, not seven days a week, like five days a week. And, okay. And then you're fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm finding your buttons to push right now. I'm just saying. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but it's also, it's, it's good fats. Good fats. Yeah. Like avocado is huge. Yeah. And expensive. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's finding the right good fats. Like being like, oh, 
you know, hey, this this burger is high in fat at McDonald's. Yeah, it's it's it is high in fat, but also look at the yeah, those are not real food. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I I could I think keto, and I I, I refuse to word the use the second word. I, I I think keto for you could you could do really well, but I also I would also worry about weight loss with you. Um, yeah. And that I do not want to lose weight. Right. Like if anything, I'm trying to gain weight. And I think for me, um, because I have a four year old Mm -hmm. on almost four year old and, and much of my past four years has really just been, um, for him. Yep. I, I don't work out. Right. Because I don't have the energy. Um, <laughs> I I just really don't have any extra to like pump iron. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I don't miss it that much. And I sure as heck I'm not going to go for a run. Um, yeah, you've never struck me as a runner. That's oh, funny. I did. I I did run for a okay. while. Okay. Yeah. Um, I used to lift real heavy. I, I ran, I was a runner for a while. I cycled a lot. Oh, I believe that. Um, Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, I can definitely, I mean, yeah. Cause you've shown up to teach me yoga. Like you're riding your bike to it, but I could see you. Did you know what my new job? I'm so close. I can ride my bike to work. Have you yet? No, but (laughs) (laughs) no, but (laughs) I'm feeding Chris's cats this week. Oh, okay. So you need your car. Okay. Yeah. That sounded a little snarky, but yes. Yeah. No, no, I get that. I need my car yeah. and I've I've dug out boxes from the basement of teacher things because yep. I've held on to them for four years and I now have a place to put them. Oh. So yeah. I've been bringing boxes to the school. So we never really clarified... Um, oh, your new job, you are back to being a teacher in a local school system. That's yes, yeah, I am. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's my first time back in four years. Yeah, yeah. So um, when we talk about new job, it's you're a teacher now. Or yes. you're not a teacher now. Again. You're coming back to being a teacher. I'm coming back to teaching. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm still teaching yoga, Um, but I'm full. Did I tell you? I I I have no room for any new clients right now. I have a wait list. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. See, I knew Feeling... jump, I knew jumping in in June, I was getting in on the ground floor. <laughs> yeah. 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 Totally. Totally booked out through I through December. That's awesome. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. So. Um. um yeah. So no, I there was a time when I was lifting heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can put on muscle mass pretty quickly for his, for as small as I am. And, you know, like my bones are small, like I must, I have a small frame, but like I can put on muscle mass pretty quickly. Um, I also can bulk up if I'm doing too much cardio, Yep. I, I bulk up, like I hold on to, to water weight. Oh, okay. Yep. So when I was running long distance, or if I was running a lot, even if it was short distance, um, I was actually, 
I was actually like puffy and swollen all the time. Okay. And I was holding on to like extra fat Mm -hmm. because I think my body was like conserving because I think it was worried about like me not having enough. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. No, it does because your body's like, I need this reserve because she may run five miles today. Yeah. And so as soon as I stopped running, I actually lost weight. (laughs) Yeah. And I like, I got more muscle tone. Okay. No, that, that totally makes sense. Cause your body's like, I need a reserve for energy. Yeah. So yeah. my body really just enjoys like a body weight workout. Yep. You know, it, so I, it doesn't even have to be, it's not a full hour workout. It's like what, 25 minutes. Yep. I could do like a hit class, a, li- a little bit of weights, mm-hmm. um, nothing heavy cause heavy lifting hurts, hurts my joints. Yep. Um, and then, and then cycling just for like fun, not even for like distance. Right. And then I do, I walk a lot also. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you, you found like the balance for you. I found the balance and I found where it feels good for me, where I'm not, nothing hurts. Yeah. Nothing, you know, I'm not. And I think the thing that really it, it all was about balance to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean a balance is in like a schedule or a routine. I mean, everything in moderation. Right. Because if anytime I did something to the extreme, my body rejected it and I didn't get the results I wanted. So there mm-hmm. was a time when I was really wrapped up in results. Yeah. And it wasn't what the scale said. I didn't really care what the scale said. But I wanted, I wanted to look a certain way, mm-hmm. and I couldn't ever get there. And so when I stopped caring, That's when and I there. stopped doing all the things to the extreme, I got there without even trying because I stopped. So let me ask you, during yeah. those times and you know <laughs> what I know now, for you, when it came to eating, it was mm-hmm. nev- it was never like a okay. I need to do this, this, and this to get here. Like you were just like, yep, I'm I'm just gonna eat what my body tells me to eat. Um, mostly yes. Okay. I oh, you probably have heard of this. Shoot, if I can remember what it was called. My mom read this book called Body for Life. Oh yeah 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 yep yep. So it was like a it was a program. Yep. Where like, it was pretty much a balanced diet. Yep. Um, protein, veggies, and then like carbohydrate, like carbohydrates that your body took a longer time to digest. Mm-hmm. Quinoa, different types of grains, um, things like that. And then and then you would add in like protein shakes or like a snack before the gym would be like a rice cake with peanut butter on top of it. Yep. Yep. Um, and then you would have like a lower body day yep. and then an upper body day and then like a cardio day. Mm-hmm. So I did that with my mom for a while. She got great results. She actually trained and competed in a fitness competition. Oh, nice. I did not go to that extreme and I did not have the results she had. I actually stayed quite puffy mm-hmm. and I was getting injured. Oh, um, from, from lifting. Yep. 
Um, and I just didn't feel like my gut didn't feel good on that diet. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up actually going to see a specialist, um, for my colon because like, I just, I didn't feel good. And was that heavy dairy? I think the protein shakes really messed me up, but yeah, I, um, a lot of people like whey protein really does not process well for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and I'm one of them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, when I stopped doing that and I just really started getting more in tune with like eating like whole foods, you know, like eating real living food. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I didn't worry about like what mixture of protein versus carb versus fat. I didn't worry about, I, I ate what I wanted to eat and I cut out all the processed stuff, including the protein shakes, including all those bars, including, you know, all the things that are supposed to quote unquote, like help you reach your fitness goals. Yeah. I cut all that out. Yep. And, and then, and so I was eating like the perimeter of the grocery store. Yep. And that's when I feel the best. That's when I saw the best results for my body. That's when my insides felt better. Yeah. So I, I just like, I swore off any type of like prescription of, you must eat this way and do these things on these days if you want these results. Yeah. Because, yeah. and I talk about this in yoga, <laughs> shocking. Yeah. <laughs> we know ourselves yeah. so well. Forrest, at almost four years old, will not overeat. Mm -hmm. Forrest will not eat something that he doesn't want to eat or that doesn't make him feel good because he's still so in tune with his system. Yeah. Yeah. We teach ourselves and we're taught at young ages how to stop listening to that. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but in the same way we shut down imagination, we shut down intuition. Yep. Because those are not like quantifiable objects. And that's scary. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, not for us, but so in, can I say intuitive eating? Yeah. It's not like I sit here and ponder. I'm not like, hmm, what do I want today? I mean, I guess I do ask myself like, what am I having for breakfast? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I, th I think you kind of nailed it on the head. Intuitive eating instead of diet. Like, yeah. like we need as, as a culture, chuck out that word diet. But unfortunately, the diet industry or the diet culture is worth billions of dollars. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. Is it billions? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, no. I mean, <clears throat> God, it's it's astronomical. Like it's like it makes just as much money as like fast food. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like it, it, it's disgusting. Um, so that's the thing. It's just another business. That's all it is. And it's about it's kind of and funny. people buy into it because yep. we're supposed to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. 
or well, be a certain type of healthy. So what do you what do you think the diet industry is worth in a, in a year? Let's just guess. Oh my god, I don't even know. Okay, I'm going to give you a number. Let's see if it shocks you. Okay. Uh, it's worth $72 billion a year. I was going to say 20. Yeah. What? Yep. That was, and that was in 2018. Wow. So that's what it's worth. So it's a diet. I guess, I, I guess I'm learning that culture may be the wrong word. It's a diet industry. Yeah. And it's for me, I just remember on, on, on the keto diet, like you go to some place like vitamin shop and Hey, this bang energy drink is keto because it's zero carbs and zero calories. Wow. I can drink five of these a day. Well, guess what? Bang energy drink as a sweetener uses sulacrose. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what your body does when sulacrose goes into your system, your body recognizes it as sugar, even though it's, it's not sugar. So wouldn't you rather eat a pineapple? I would. I mean, today, no, I wouldn't. Drink, if you're going to eat sugar. Yeah. To have something real. Like an actual food that grew from, yeah. from the earth. Yeah. So not made in a laboratory. Yeah. And that's, that's what's messed up is like these artificial sweeteners. It's like, oh, zero calories. Your body doesn't know that it's not sugar. So you still get that insulin spike. It's like, it's like the whole thing. Like diet Coke is way worse for you than an act. Like if you're going to drink a Coke, just go for the real thing. Yeah. Like you're way better off having one Coke a day than drinking a six pack of diet Coke. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's what I started to discover with the ketogenic diet. All of a sudden mm -hmm. when it became a diet fad or it was a diet trend or all these things, like if you walk into vitamin shop now, they have a section called keto. Well, that do they have a, a section called paleo? I imagine they do. I have. Did you really ever looked. get into that, or was that strictly for CrossFitters? Um, I got a little bit into paleo because it. Um, I feel like that's got to be a step in your journey. Yeah, I did for a little bit because it was paleo is low carb because you're yeah. because of the way you eat. Um, I did that. Well, for and isn't bit. it high protein and high fat? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a little bit. Like it, it doesn't even kind of get, I, I put paleo kind of in with Atkins because I was trying it during that phase. Oh, okay. Um, but keto, I did see good results. And then one day I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> But you know what? You know what? This I guy owes you, man. Well, you know what I discovered though. Joe Rogan. Well, no. Paul but, Jason. Yeah, I wish. Um, <laughs> but you know what I've discovered on this podcast that we're doing right now? Do you realize that you drop how yoga ties into things just as much as I drop Joe Yo Joe Rogan? I know. <laughs> I, I finally, try not to, and then it comes out of my mouth. I picked that up tonight, and I was like, ah. Oh. I'm like, I've got you, but he, he had a podcast with Dr. Sean Baker about the carnivore diet. And I, I was, I was stalled on the keto diet. I said, ah, give it a shot. And in three months I lost 61 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Um, but 
that was right then and there. That's where I understood I can no longer follow a diet. Mm. I need to eat what works for me. So and we, we don't have to, we're not going to jump into this, but when it comes to carnivore and I, and I would, I believe I've told this to you, Hey, this is what works for my body. Yeah. Lynn's probably not going to work for you. No. And that's, I also don't have the goal. I don't have a weight loss goal. Right. And now there's no longer like really a weight loss goal. I just enjoy it. My doctor is fine with what the scale says. He's fine with what the blood work says. And that's, that's, that's kind of it for me. Like, I and do you feel good? I do, you know, except, for, I mean, that's the thing that my, if I was going to have a goal, yeah, feel good. My goal is to feel good. I, I want to feel good as, as we get older. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, at my age right now, <clears throat> 50 is no longer old. No. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> like I would, and, and I think you, you got it. Like you just want to feel good. Yeah. Um, and I think the key to that journey, <laughs> stop being on a diet, stop being a part of diet culture. Yeah. Like you do need to exercise. You do need to be active. You need to eat what works for your body. And, and the other thing I understood with carnivore, it wasn't that it was, okay, I'm carnivore and I'm only eating meat. <clears throat> At the end of the day, carnivore is really about elimination. Yeah. I eliminated a lot of things that were causing problems in my bodies. In, in yeah. Body. body. Um, <laughs> you, you only know, live in one right now, right? <laughs> only one for now. Um, I haven't had a DMT experience, so I don't know. I guess it is possible to be other bodies. Um, but... <clears throat> Like that, that's what I got out of it. I'm like, oh, I eliminated all this stuff. Yeah. And I, I, I am safe to say this because I, yesterday I was just so, so hungry. And my 18 year old, um, <laughs> I guess this is going to become a joke too. So uh, my 18 year old wanted to go to the Origin Factory store yesterday. <laughs> <clears throat> I think I'm mentioning that just as much as Joe Rogan now. Um, but we stopped at a, uh, a rest stop. Cause he's like, I really want some lunch. I'm like, yep, of course, get, get whatever you need. But I was like, I'm starving. It was like one 15 in the afternoon. I hadn't eaten yet, but they didn't have anything like that, that I wanted that involved meat. Cause they, you know, they had beef jerky, but it had like 12 grams of sugar in it. Oh, that's why <sighs> unnecessary completely. So I grabbed a quest protein bar. How was that? Um, no joke. I only ate half of it and I wanted to throw up. So my, sy my system, and this is why I think it's good to find out what our body doesn't want. Mm -hmm. I think my body was just like, no, this is junk. Like we mm -hmm. don't like it. Um, what I, would it do if you had like grabbed a bag of peanuts? So I don't like peanuts. Um, oh, occasionally, I, I don't care. Cashews. So cashews are heavy. Like they, they feel heavy if I eat cashews. Oh. Um, I do really well with macadamia nuts and pistachios. Interesting. Yeah. Well, macadamia. I do not do well with macadamia nuts. Well, they're they're really high in fat. Oh, funny. Um, but my absolute favorite is pistachios. 
I just, mm. I, I don't know if it's because I get to pop the shell and eat them or whatever, but um, occasionally having nuts is not a problem. Um, protein bars all of a sudden have become a problem, which I'm, I'm okay with because they're expensive and they're, they're really just junk food. They're really highly processed. And that's yeah. what, that's what worries me about that. Yeah. And you know, Hey, well, it's funny. You know how you, you talk about, you should only eat the exterior of the grocery store. Yeah. Guess where protein bars are. No, they're not. They're not on the exterior. Oh no. They're on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, they're not on the exterior. Yeah, so, I mean, for anybody out there that's thinking about changing the way you eat, stop thinking about diets. It's You're changing the way you eat. The best yeah. way to make that change, and Linz is right, you use the, the, the outside perimeter of the grocery store. You start in produce. You go to, and mind you, you got to be really careful in the, the deli because a lot of their stuff is high in nitrates and, and salts. Yeah. So pay attention to that. But like seafood, deli, meat department, dairy. And I do find it weird. I don't know if you ever noticed this. You notice the bread aisle is also on the exterior? Is it? Mine, the, the Hannaford I go to. Yeah. It's not. Oh, okay. Okay. So my, my Hannaford, it is interesting um and you know I, I i actually in my younger years worked in grocery stores and the ones i always worked in it was always on the the exterior aisles but i think huh. if, if people want to make a change you're absolutely right just stick to the exterior yeah i mean we i we pick up stuff from the interior like yeah. I, I eat bread i also bake a lot of our bread so yeah. i know exactly what's going into it um and we do eat pasta and we also eat like lentils and beans and those are on the yeah you know yeah. one of the first interior aisles yeah it's kind of funny it's like you're in produce and the first couple of interior aisles you're like yeah this is healthy yeah and the next thing you know you're like cereal cookies and chips cereal yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um yeah Oh, I know what book you're talking about, I think. I think I read it. It's like Eat Right for Your Blood Type. Yes. Yeah. And I read it. I did the test. I did every I did all of it. Oh, so you were all in. I was super into that book. I was like, this it actually made a lot of sense to me. Well, I mean, um, I, I agree with you. It's like oh positive, eat red meat. I'm like, okay, if I have to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> some of the things I didn't agree with, and then some of them I was like, oh, like for me, it was things like eggplant and tomatoes yep. and like they don't sit well with me. Right. Which makes sense because like I'm, Forrest doesn't know this yet because he and Yoshi both really love tomatoes, but I hate them <laughs> and we grow them in our garden and I do not like them. And both of them are just like over there eating them like they're peanut M&Ms and I'm just like, bleh. I will eat spaghetti sauce. I will eat it on a pizza. I'll eat it on a sandwich. I'll eat. I love salsa. I can't just like eat a tomato. Right. And I, and I pretty much, unless it's like eggplant parm cooked by Nona in Albany, New York, I can't really eat eggplant either. <laughs> it just like feel, it feels gross in my stomach once it gets there. Uh, but anyway, going back to that book, it's like, yeah. I had a hard time keeping up with like what I, should and shouldn't eat yeah and then i was just like well ah, fuck it I can't. <laughs> this is too much work <laughs> i also i hated 
how much mental energy I was spending Mm -hmm. on thinking about what I could and couldn't eat and what kinds of exercise I should or shouldn't do. Yeah. So I decided to figure it out on my own and do what works for me on any given day. I don't own a scale. Yep. And I go by how I'm feeling. I mean, like, how am I sleeping? How how am I waking up in the morning? Yep. How am I getting around and about during my day? You know, like, where's my energy level? Like, those are the things that I think about that kind of guide any sort of physical activity I want to do. Yep. And or what I'm what I'm eating. Right. And that's. Yeah, I guess. I mean, so I think we're both putting a message out there. Isn't it just kind of giving? I think we need to put a little bit of trust back in ourselves. Yeah. Give in to your intuition. Yeah. Like it's, you know. Your body sends messages. Yeah. Yeah. And and stop being and, and this was the big problem for me when I was overweight. It's so easy and convenient and to stop at McDonald's on your way home to get dinner. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest reasons I've heard people say like they don't have time. Yeah. I don't have time to cook. I don't have time to prepare food. And yeah. I, I really do get that because we Oh yeah. We live, we live, our lives are chaotic by design. Yep. Yeah. I mean. By, um, by our design and capitalist design. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I always, I would feel guilty um, when my son was, was much younger with his health issues. I'm on my way home from work. I, I shouldn't, like, I shouldn't be thinking Noel, my wife's going to make me something. So, hey, I'm going to stop at McDonald's, KFC, whatever, to grab something for dinner, and I'm taking something off her plate and making life easier for her. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm so slowly killing myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, and I, I, I've never heard them advertise it in a way, but I really believe fast food makes you believe, like, hey, you're helping your family by stopping and getting dinner. Ooh. There's not an advertisement, but man. It's an implied yep. subliminal message. It's there. It, you know what it is, though? No, you're not. It's not. You're not wrong. You're right. Yeah. You remember those KFC commercials where it's like you plop a bucket of chicken down in front of the whole family who's like ravenous and waiting yep. for food? Yep. See? That's the message. They're not they're not telling you you're helping. You just your saved the day. Yeah. You're you're a hero because you brought death home. <laughs> <laughs> you know. How so, do you feel about KFC? Tell me more. <laughs> um Do you want me to tell you? No, I'm kidding. Okay. I mean, because I could I, I think mean, I got it. Are you a KFC fan? No. No. When I was pregnant. Yep. There's a KFC by the by our old apartment mm-hmm. and in DC and I wanted meat. So I did not eat a lot of meat before I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Just I just just didn't really crave it. And again, I was just kind of going by like what my body wanted. So yeah. if, if I if it wanted meat, I ate meat and if it didn't, I didn't. Um 
I didn't eat a lot of it. And then when I was pregnant, my body was like meat. Like all I could think about was like salami and fried chicken <laughs> and like burgers. Yep. And I did, I ate it. And it makes a lot of sense to me now because I needed that extra iron and protein. Yeah. And I ate a lot of it postpartum, like immediate postpartum. Yep. And my kiddo eats a lot of it because he grows in such, he, he like, he won't grow and then he'll just like spring up and then he won't grow. And then he'll just like, like he just grows in like stages. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah. And Yoshi's big. Yoshi's yeah. like a very tall individual. So yeah. I think Forrest is aiming for that and he needs, he needs the protein to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, it really is like, it, it, believe we're not going to go into the science of it because if we talk about the science of meat, we will be here for four hours. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know enough anyway. Oh, it's if we start talking about the amino acids and everything and how it breaks down and builds your body, it's we're going to go off on a tangent. But no, like I think it's your body does, and there's your intuition kicking in again. Like, hey, yeah, and it's funny. Um, my my wife's really good friend Rachel. Um, I pretty, pretty vegetarian occasionally has meat, but like during her pregnancy, her, she was constantly craving red meat and she gave into it. Yep. You know, I mean, it's just your body knows what it needs. Um, and it's, it's, yeah. it, you just always, it always makes me laugh when like you always hear the stories about the pregnant women, like eating peanut butter and pickles and things like that. Right. But the stories that I, I hear now and people don't really talk about is, hey, my body wants meat. Yep. There's a reason for it. Like, yeah. And, and yeah, my body wanted meat. And especially while I was breastfeeding. Yeah. Um, yeah. As we get, I mean, as he now eats his own meals. Yep. Um, I don't eat meat as often. And right. because I'm not you know, I'm not his only source of nutrition anymore. So it's not being like sucked from me. Um, so it makes sense that eventually that starts waning. Yeah. And his body jumps in and goes, Hey, I could go for a steak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there, and then there are still days where like, I crave a burger, you know, and we, yeah. I, we, I give into it. I, I listen I guess I shouldn't say I give in. I I pay attention and I listen yeah. and I do it. And then I'm like, yeah, that was a great decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm just getting from you and I'm getting from me. Diet culture is stupid. Diet culture is stupid. It makes us feel bad about ourselves. Yep. It, we, that, the monkey brain that we talk about in yoga. Yep. Uh, I gotcha. <laughs> is, Yeah. <laughs> is is just like on fire yeah during when when we're in this diet culture yeah yeah and it's it's ridiculous it causes yeah. harm yep. it, it causes severe self-esteem issues a lot of psychological harm yeah i also think it can i think it can also like affect your relationship with other people oh yeah like if if we gave in to our intuition and just intuitively ate 
think we'd be good. Um, yeah. You know, and I wouldn't care if the $72 billion diet industry got affected. Like, yeah. I mean, we're, they have, there are people who call themselves intuitive eating coaches. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, I've never talked to one, but I, would, I wonder, well, you know, what are they doing to like teach people to tap into their intuition that like you couldn't figure out on your own or I don't know. I'd be curious. I'd be curious, but I'd also really try to debunk it too. Cause I'd be like, nah, I know like, my body already tells me to eat the hamburger without the bun so no i don't need to listen to you um, <laughs> like, you're like so anti-authority yeah like, <laughs> it's just like and you're right this is exp- it, this is an explicit marked episode it's like yeah go fuck yourself i got this yeah. <laughs> like, intuitive eating what the fuck is that yeah like okay like, i'm not gonna pay it. someone to teach me how to listen to my body yeah well and that's that's kind of what my doctor made me do. Yeah. Like, listen to your body. Like, stop being dumb. Um, yeah. I mean, I do defy current medical science. And I, I, that's the other problem. And we don't, it's a simple thing to say. Um, doctors are not taught about nutrition in medical school. Oh, doctors aren't taught about a lot of things. Yeah, so including the including the pelvic floor. <laughs> um, I didn't learn about the pelvic floor until I started taking yoga with you. Oh, oh, For... this needs to be an episode. Yeah, forty. New idea. Yeah, write it down. Go put All it right. put it on the Excel spreadsheet. Um, <laughs> it took me till I was forty-one years old to learn about my pelvic floor. And, yeah. And now when when we when you are teaching me and you're like, yep, pelvic floor, like I get it. Like it makes sense. Yeah. It's important. Um, but yeah. How many times have I busted out my pelvis to oh. show you? Not my personally, <laughs> yeah. but my model. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Linz doesn't bust out her pelvis. She has a model <laughs> that sh- it's made out of plastic and she shows me how to rotate my pelvis. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, like people don't be inappropriate, you know. <laughs> Linz is an absolute professional in the yoga studio. Not on the podcast. No, not at all, which is fine. But I'm also a professional in the classroom. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, like, huh? Kind all of... right. So we disagreed. We disagreed about a couple things up front. Yep, but in the back, we completely agree. Listening to your body. Yeah. And. Go out, focus on the outside of the grocery store. Don't go in the middle. Just don't. I mean, there are. Yeah, if we're giving advice, yeah, that's our advice. Yeah, there's things you need in the middle of the grocery store. Like for me, um, I canned coconut milk. That I love flavored (laughs) water. Like I drink a ton of water, so I like to have sparkling flavor water. Just you mean a seltzer? Yes, a seltzer. Oh, I do love a seltzer. It's good. <laughs> you're you're <Yeah>. so hilarious. <laughs> a um, soda water, if you will. Yeah. Oh, a soda not water. Not a tonic. No, That's not a different. tonic. Tonic. That has sugar in it. That does. Just it, a seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's wrap this thing up. Okay. So, <laughs> and that's all for now. And we'd love to continue the conversation with you at 
Lehman, L-E-E-M-A-N, and Linz, L-I-N-D-S, at gmail.com, or on IG at Opine Nation. Join us next week when we opine about another tough and humorous life topic.